Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras, in the state better known as California. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Pirowarski. I am your co-host, the co-host from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most, from the co-host with the most. Here on the Rundown 2A Views Conservative News, Craig, how's your uh, hump day? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day! <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day! <laughs> My hump day is going quite well, sir. For the, by the way, for those of you who are new to the program... Hump day is the day in which we attempt to begin the weekend. So, you know, because the week tends to go all downhill from here. Uh, you know, sometimes we are successful and sometimes we are not. But the fun, as I always like to say, is in the trying. That's right. In the trying, in the trying. I, 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 first off, Craig, I, I apologize to everybody out there in viewer and listener land for, uh, for missing Taco Tuesday with you. Listen, I... I got to my favorite taco truck and lunch, and I stayed till midnight. I just, you know, I just couldn't get it. I couldn't break it. You know, I have to admit, though, I was very disappointed that I didn't see any. Because I, what I did was I said, you know, since I don't get a chance to talk about tacos today, I said, I want you guys to do me a favor. If you have a favorite taco that you like, and I'm not talking about just the regular, you know, street tacos or anything like that. If you got a special recipe or something like that, I asked them to put it in the, the comments. Put a link in the comments, and uh, we'll give it a try. And we'll let you know what we think of your taco recipe. And uh, I didn't get any taco recipes, Mike. Maybe if you asked, maybe they maybe they would do it for you. You, you know, I I, I I understand that, but I'm not sure I want to ask. I don't, I don't want to be friend, You know, I don't want no frou frou. Uh, you know, mango blueberry chutney tacos or anything like that. I just want a taco. I want to want to want it. You know, <laughs> mango blueberry chutney tacos. Well, that's what you're going to get. I mean, especially out of California, right? That's the kind of taco recipe. Well, you're gonna get out there, okay. Right? So, but but look, we we here we're talking to Americans here. Okay, these are gun loving conservative. I mean, these are not foo foo shishi. I mean, those are not the people who watch this show. If you are the people who are watching this show, well, we'll find out real, real quick once we get your taco recipes. Listen, I, I you, you know me, Craig. I am uh, meat, uh, you know, cilantro and onion, and maybe a little hot sauce. That's it. I don't. I don't. I don't need to be going off in the frou frou land. You know me. I'm I'm the kind of guy that eats a banana with a fork and knife. You know, so. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Okay. How's your hump day going? Oh man, I tell you what. Uh, you know, again, I had work yesterday, and it kind of kept me away from the program. But um, I, I'm sore from like uh, you know doing uh, CrossFit all day, except I didn't do any CrossFit, so I'm not sure what's going on. But you know, it's, <laughs> it's called getting older, Mike. It happens. Oh, oh, man, it's popping and pulling and, oh, just. I will tell you, I used to make fun of the guys who used to be like, oh, yeah, you know, when the weather would change and they'd be like, oh, yeah. it's going to rain. I can feel it in my knees. Now I'm that yep. guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that a lot with the with, with the weather. But, um, you know, got to drive on. Got to drive on. Get you a little, uh, you know, Miller High Life and you'll be good to go. Just yes, you pains, you know? yes, you do. Yes, you do. Well, before we get into the program, let's go ahead and get go. That was easy for me to say, wasn't it? Let's go ahead and give a quick shout out to our sponsors. All right, let's say hello to our good friends over at Hog Holsters. First off, h a w g holsters dot com. Hog Holsters, uh, and now if you want the best holster around, go ahead and check them out and enter the code 
the rundown all one word all caps the rundown get you a nice discount go get you some holsters i want to i want to impress john who's a fellow uh, fellow veteran and owner operator there uh that what the, what the rundown fans can do so check out hog holsters and get you one today uh of course we have our good friends over at hitman industries that's hitmanindustries.net hitmanindustries.net you got yourself an ar in the last uh five years or so you probably got one of their barrels and don't even know it well now you could buy direct get your barrel for your next build or rebarrel your current rifle that's hitmanindustries.net uh, we have the uh, our good friends over at the california republican assembly listen you know the work they just did for you out there in california make sure you support them so they continue to try and bring uh, conservatism back there to the state of california and then of course you want some awesome field gear tactical gear web gear go visit again veteran owned and operated us combat gear that's right folks these are the people who bring us to you and uh, they do so because they want us to bring you to them so do us a favor make us look good visit their websites uh, they're in the link their links to their websites are in the description to this program go there check it out i know you're gonna like something i know you're gonna want something it's it hey it's christmas season right go ahead and yeah. tell folks look you know, buy yourself a gift right Connect with them, and then make sure you tell them that was the guys over at the Rundown that sent you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point of order, so sure though. Christmas season starts in about eight days, nine days. So other than that, well, it all depends. In 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 retail, it actually started like October first. <laughs> you, you know, you walk into like the Home Depots and whatnot, and they already had their Christmas stuff out like October first. I'm like, wait a minute, we haven't even had Halloween yet, and you've already got your Christmas stuff out. Yeah, that's right. And every time I go to a retail place and they got Christmas stores up, I pull out an asp and I kneecap them like they were Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I'm sure there's probably some felony warrants out there <laughs> with your name on them. <laughs> no, we have a law in Florida. No Christmas before uh, you know the, the Thanksgiving evening. That's it. That's no Christmas before it. Okay. Well, that's a law break. that I. That's a law that I could get behind. Yeah, yeah. Just so, we, we just, have a lot of weird laws like that in Florida too. Like if you go on a, an amusement park ride, it must exit through a gift shop. That's also a law here in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Florida man. That's all I got to say. Yep. 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 <laughs> all right, moving right along. Uh, I don't know if you were watching last night, but uh, there was an announcement that uh, normally, in most other cases, would be considered a really, really big announcement, but. Uh, with the change in election and stuff like that, it just didn't seem to have quite the same luster. And that was the announcement by Donald Trump that he is running for president. Uh, from all indications, what I've heard about the speech, and I have to admit that I have not heard the speech yet. I heard it was an excellent speech. I heard, I heard that he did uh, very, very well in terms of staying on script, uh, laying out his accomplishments, and uh, and talking about what he wants to do uh, should he be reelected to the presidency? Uh, from all indications, it is a good start uh, to what will be or could potentially be a very contentious campaign for president. You know, Craig, I, I, I don't think it, it received the, uh, like you said, the uh, the, the publicity uh, that it uh, it probably deserved because um, any Donald Trump supporter out there knew he was running again. So, it, it, you know, there wasn't the, there wasn't that surprise to it. It was just one of those, okay, he finally made it public. 
Well, not so much that I, I think they expected it was a surprise that he would do the announcement. Um, I think that it was. it's more of a... I don't want to put this before the election. There was, there didn't seem to be a lot of chinks in his armor. And I think oh. some, I think now there are some chinks in his armor. And I, I don't even believe that the, the midterm elections were in fact, the things that caused it. I think that uh, his pre announcement attacks on some conservatives, uh, on some Republicans, uh, I think just had people wondering, you know, what is going on with Donald Trump and wondering whether or not he could have the sort of discipline that I believe he displayed last night. Um, I just think that it, showing those, those, those chinks in his armor wasn't a good look. Uh, but once again, he's a, he's a, he's a successful businessman. Uh, he's been a successful president, and I think he can demonstrate uh, that, he can, uh, that he can get it done. Yeah, I think you're uh, you're 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 mostly right there. Although I don't think you're supposed to use the word chinks anymore. Yeah, no, the, 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 yeah, no. I see you're putting a connotation on the word that that yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. A little correction from from our uh, director of racial sensitivity and training. We prefer kinks in the armor, Craig. That, let's just go after an English band. Oh, of you are 100% correct. <laughs> Oops. And look, as someone who doesn't wear much armor, um, yeah, right. I think I I think I can get it wrong, you know, just once. Yeah, yeah. I get a chance to make up much. one word a day. Let's just try not to offend, you know, 1.6 billion people. That's all. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> Wasn't what I meant, but there you go. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> anyway, I think it's going to be interesting. I definitely believe that uh, whoever the people are who are considering rank. Look, here's the deal, folks. I'm just going to be real with you. There's a bunch of people out there who are second and third tier candidates that were considering running this time. Y'all are done. You're just, I'm sorry, the Nikki Haley's, the Tim Scott's, the, 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 uh, uh, Oh, who is the Secretary of State? Uh, Pompeo, uh, Pence. You guys are done. Just yeah. so you know, right now it is a. It is there are two men on the stage that are 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 are, are being considered. And that's Ron DeSantis right. and Donald Trump. And do not be surprised if the two wind up running together. Yeah, like like we've talked about before, and I, and I think you know uh, Ron DeSantis is, is is intelligent enough and has enough uh, you know uh, insight to. Uh, to recognize uh, that he doesn't want to enter that battle. Um, even if Trump says things he shouldn't say, I think DeSantis is smart enough to realize, uh, you know, his time is after that. You know, or and like you said, it may be a, a joint ticket, but if he goes into the primary with Donald Trump, that's just going to split the uh, the right side of the conservative party. Well, um, and, 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 and be honest with you, and it, it, it won't be because Ron DeSantis, of what Ron DeSantis says. It's quite frankly, it's going to largely be because Donald Trump will do whatever it takes to win, even if it means destroying the Republican Party in the process. I hate to say that, but that's my my perspective of it is that that's what he would do. And if you want what is best for the country, uh, destroying the Republican Party ain't it. Well, and, and we'll talk about it in the next story. Um, you know, that, that sounds like a bad thing, destroy the Republican Party, but the Republican Party is not what we want it to be, nor is it what it used to be. 
Um, so may not be a bad thing. And I think that's the way Donald Trump goes about well, it. Well, a- once again, and here's where, here's where I'll disagree with you. Um, point of order, me, t- me talking, point of order. Go ahead. Um, the, the, uh, um, the, the, you know, the Republican Party is not, not what it used to be, and he's fighting for conservative values, not the Republican Party. And I think that's, that's the difference. So he doesn't have a problem throwing people under the bus that vote against conservative values, no matter what the letter next to their name is. And I would agree wholeheartedly with you if that was all he was doing. Uh, but when you start basically name calling, I mean, Ron DeSantis is not one of those guys you were just talking about. Glenn Youngkin is right. not one of those guys you were just talking about. Uh, and yet his, once again, in his pre-campaign announcements, he recognizes that these are two people who, uh, who, who could be challenges to him. And so his desire was to tear them down on stuff that quite frankly, had, with misinformation quite frankly. And, uh, and my, my issue is, is that he will, I, my concern is that, is that he will continue to do that with people who are actually good, solid Republicans or good, solid conservatives. Uh, and because once again, his number one desire is to win. And I know that if he wins, I know that he's going to do what's right for America, but he, the problem is, is that if he doesn't win, he could wind up hobbling whoever the nominee is, uh, going into the general election. Uh, and I, I don't yeah. think that's a good look. I didn't like what we talked about, Yunkin and, and DeSantis last week, his comments against them. And, and, you know, when you take the time and you actually go through and read them, you realize they're not as horrible as the media makes them out to be. You know, if Donald Trump goes out and says he likes steak and potatoes, the headlines is going to say uh, racist Donald Trump doesn't like uh, Hispanic food. You know, that, that's what it's going to say. Uh, that's just the, the, way, the way it is with him. And I think a lot of what he says gets construed that way. Yeah, well, I, I I I read the direct comments, and that's how I construed. I didn't. They, you're right; they weren't as negative as as the media portrayed them to be. But once again, it is important. It's not just important what you say, but it's important how you say it. And uh, I think that's if there if there is one issue uh, that if Donald Trump could fix it would make him. 100% unbeatable and I just I mean on on issues as well as uh, as a candidate it's his right. his understanding of being being more cognizant of how he says things. Yeah, true, true, but again the media will I mean if he comes out and says I love America the headline's going to say Donald Trump hates Europe. You know, that's that's what it's going to say. It's just that's the way that they're going to they're going to put everything forth that this guy says. Right, but you don't have to make it easy for him. And he tends to at times make it easy for them to do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, it's going to be fun. Big announcement. Um, I, I think that once again, when we look at the top two tier candidates, and I, I still will continue to say there's there, right now there's two serious candidates on the stage. Uh, I don't think we can lose with either one. I'm hoping that they team up. Right. Again, my, my concern is that if they both enter, they tear the party in half. Um, I, I spoke with a a, a, a black or African woman, uh, African American woman conservative uh, yesterday, actually, and we had this conversation with DeSantis and Trump. Now she's she was an avid Trump supporter, was on Trump's campaign, but now she's on the DeSantis team, um, and does not want to see. She said, "I won't vote for Donald Trump again." I said, "Well, what if DeSantis doesn't run?" She said, uh, "I won't vote for Donald Trump. I would vote for DeSantis." I said, "Well, DeSantis is not going to run." She said, I, I don't I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she's not giving up her conservative <laughs> vote, but there are people out there that are dissatisfied with with Trump. But I think this is his opportunity over the next uh, two years mm-hmm. to 
to fix the the mean tweet image. How about that? Well, exactly. There you go. And I think he I think he has the ability to do it. And I think he started off he's started off his campaign uh, with that. Uh, well, on a good note, on definitely on a good note. So I'm 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 excited. Looking forward to seeing more. The last two years, he's given up the mean tweet image. We just got to hope it continues that. Well, way. he 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 didn't have the ability to tweet. <laughs> he kind of had the well, mean tweet image taken away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Elon's got him now. Elon's got him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Moving on to our next story. Uh, that's not the only thing that whether we're looking to see a challenge and. Uh, Right now in the Senate, uh, it is looking like uh, Senator Mitch McConnell, who is the, uh, if if reelected as the leader of the Senate Republicans, will be the longest serving party leader in history. Uh, but it's not going to go without a challenge as Florida Senator and for, former Governor Rick Scott is going to be challenging him for the leadership of, of the Senate. Now, the interesting thing is, is that it, it you saw in the announcement, if you if you read the announcement letter, he didn't make a big challenge based on. I mean, he didn't. He did a good job of not bad mouthing uh, uh, Senator Mitch McConnell, but uh, he definitely gave a tone of, "Do we really want things to continue as they are?" Now, Mike, seeing as how he is your senator there in uh, Florida, you know him better than uh, better, well better than many of us. Uh, what are your thoughts on Rick Scott and in particular, Rick Scott as the Senate majority leader or sorry, Senate minority leader? Right, right, right. First off, Craig, I, I, I know that they say he's the longest serving, uh, uh, you know, Senator or, you know, or, or Republic party leader. How about that? So right. serving party leader. Um, I, I'm, I'm surprised that the Republican the Democrats forgot about Stalin, remember, because they say we're all communist and fascist anyway. So I, I'm surprised they didn't lump him in there as well. Um, <laughs> the 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 as far as Scott goes, listen, I, I love the letter that uh, that Rick Scott put out. Uh, you know, it, it clearly identified and, and you and I've talked about this and we just talked about it with the with President Trump. He identified his goals. He identified his plans and put them out. And, and, he, and he cites in there that the biggest reason he's doing this is because the Republican Party lacks a clear plan and guidelines and, and, and a mission statement to move forward. He's doing this. I think even those that are, 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 are McConnell supporters are going to look at that and say, we got a plan. Hold on. This guy's this guy's giving us an outline of what we're going to do. I mean, how 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 unique uh, what, a, what a new idea for D.C. to bring that to uh, bring that to the, the Senate there or bring that to politics in general, that there's an actual plan as opposed to I don't like what this other person does. He's telling you what he's going to do. Um, the only concern I have with Rick Scott is Rick Scott was willing to sacrifice Second Amendment rights here in Florida uh, for the purpose of media, uh, uh, media support when he was running for senator. Um, however, we know that Mitch McConnell is no, no, no fan, uh, or, or no supporter of the second amendment as well. So it comes down to me, uh, is Rick Scott the hundred percent perfect candidate for this job? No, but that's when I fall back on my 80% rule. Do I agree with this guy 80% of the time? Absolutely. And he's better than the guy that he's standing next to. So Rick Scott will get my support. Well, I, you know, I gotta tell you, I'm, I think that's an accurate assessment. I, Mike, I have serious concerns over his position on the Second Amendment and his willingness to serve it up in order uh, 
to gain politically. Um, that's my biggest concern with, with him. But then again, Mitch McConnell is not really any better. Right, right. And if we go to Rick Scott now, because it was not in there, but he said conservative values, conservative values. So conservative values right. include Second Amendment. He didn't mm -hmm. spell out everything. Listen, he didn't talk about abortion in there. He didn't talk about a, a number of other issues that uh, that were that were left off. He didn't talk about crime or anything like that in there or prison reform. But he said conservative values. I, I would want to I want to believe that includes the Second Amendment. And I want to believe based on what he said here, when he's pressed for a Second Amendment plan, he'll have one. Mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. I want to believe I want to believe the one challenge I have is that is when it comes to the issue of of uh, gun violence restraining orders or uh, or red flag laws, as, uh, as as other other places refer to them, is he seems to have fallen into this, the trap that many on the right have fallen into in terms of believing, well, it's you know, it, it just makes sense to take guns out of the hands of of uh, of dangerous people. The problem is, is that he's so willing to overlook liberty, the the rights of those individuals. Uh, it, it once again, it's that law, it's that law and order versus liberty, and uh, yeah. he's on the wrong side of that issue. And <laughs> and you makes you wonder if he's on the wrong side of it when it comes to guns. Where else is he on the wrong side of it? Once again, same thing. I still would pick him over McConnell because in this particular case, there are two peas in a pod. The one thing I will say about McConnell is he has demonstrated the ability to raise money, and which, by the way, is probably the number one thing that's in consideration uh, when being uh, the leader of a party in a legislative body. Yeah, true. And listen, I think uh, you know one of Rick Scott's flaws, but it's the nature of the game. In order to get into the politic business, in order to get into the Senate, he made some deals and did some things he, he he's not too proud of. But now that he's there, again, he's, he's, he's come out with this mission statement, this letter saying, these are my goals. And, th and those goals did not include, you know, selling out Second Amendment rights in order to get elected. So I, I would think that he would uh, he would correct that or at least move forward on, on the right. Path. That's, I, that's, I really hope again, he does. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. But, you know, when uh, when when given, uh, you know, what was the choice in. Uh, in South Park, remember when they had their election? They were trying to elect a class president. That, and this was back in the Bush-Gore days, right? Uh, mm -hmm. The choices were um, uh, a giant turd and a, and a douche sandwich or something like that. A turd sandwich and a giant douche, that's what it was. Uh, so you had to pick the, the, the worst of the two or the least worst of the two. I think we're much better off than that, and Rick Scott is yes. the better choice based on what he's saying. Completely agree. Completely agree. Um, now, the... Republicans are not the only ones that are considering a change in leadership or are looking at a change in leadership. And I, I don't know that saying they're that Democrats are considering it is entirely accurate. But according to Senate tradition, uh, Dianne Feinstein will be will be the the oldest and long will be the longest serving uh, member of the Senate. Uh, and as such, she uh, is in line to serve as Senate president pro tempore or, or basically uh, pro tem uh, for the Senate. Now, mind you, uh, she's already turned down this job. She's already said that she doesn't want to do this job. But uh, as senile as she has demonstrated herself to be lately, Mike, uh, she may not even remember that she's already turned down the job and may wind up wanting to take it. 
Listen, no, no doubt she's she's the longest serving senator, but uh, the author here, Brian Metzger, should probably glance at the Constitution every once in a while because the third in line to the presidency is the Speaker of the House, not the Senate, the Senate pro tem. Oh yeah, no, most definitely. Most, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I meant to say that. Yeah, the <laughs> what is interesting about this particular article? One is that, uh, but two. There's just not really enough of a mention of, once again, the concerns that people have had over her competency. The reality is yeah. she probably should not be serving in the Senate anymore. Uh, she has uh, demonstrated uh, some Biden-like tendencies, although she tends not to say stupid things as often. <laughs> uh, her, her words tend to be a lot more measured, and I don't know if that's a, a function of better staffing. <laughs> Or if it's a yeah. matter of she's maybe just a, a, got a little bit more up there than Biden does at this point. I've, I've seen her on committees. Uh, I've, I've seen her up there when she's asked a question. She'll give an, an answer. She'll say no. And then the staff whispers in her ear and she says, wait, I mean, yes, we did this last month. You know, she's she's clearly not in charge of her own policy. She's clearly not in charge of putting out statements. Um, she is the uh, she is the product of her handlers right now that the DNC provides her with. Right. Well, and you know, the thing with Diane Feinstein, she is, or at least at one point, she was the definition of, of in many cases on some issues in particular on foreign, on, on foreign relations was the definition of a, of a moderate Democrat. And now she's just controlled by the woke left just as much as any of the other, any of the other lefties. And then once again, that's largely because as you said, uh, her staff is running her agenda, not necessarily her. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right. Yep. And, I, and I believe she actually has served longer than Stalin. So, <laughs> Oh, that is hilarious. Okay, moving right along. Uh, we all know that uh, gun-free zones uh, are targets for people who wish to victimize people. For people who are trying to uh, victimize others, uh, they look for soft targets. They look for places where they are going to meet very little resistance. Uh, and our good friend over at Bearing Arms, Mr. Cam Edwards, actually wrote a piece about a robber. Uh, this is a guy who was an armed robber. He's a Chicago man that admitted to multiple robberies in the city's gun-free transit system. Now, once again, this is a guy who targeted his victims. He targeted the locations based on the idea that concealed carry is prohibited in public transportation in Chicago. Uh, Mike, it, I realize that this is not news in the sense of, oh my gosh, I didn't know this was happening, uh, but it is news in that it confirms what we already know to be true, what we know to be true, maybe not the left. Basic combat tactics, my friends, basic combat tactics. If you want to engage the enemy and assure victory, go to where they are not going to win. Go to where they cannot defend themselves. Go to where they cannot protect themselves, and you can accomplish your mission. That's what this guy's doing, and uh, and, and and the government there is making it easy for him to do. Really not hard, really not hard. Um, there's a reason why 98, 97 or 98% of all mass shootings occur in gun-free zones. Uh, there's a reason why, despite the evil they say that occurs at gun shows, you don't see shootings at gun shows. <laughs> it's because, <laughs> once again, even, even crazy people, right? Even people who are mentally ill and they're danger to themselves or others know and understand. Yeah, if... If I go someplace where there are people likely to be armed, it's going to be bad for me. So I'm not going to do that. 
Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, and this guy has taken full advantage of it. Listen, in addition to the victims being weak, right, he's doing it in a town where the, where the uh, punishment against the criminals that do that are weak. You know, where right. they're not going to take action against him. He could be back out the next day executing his basic combat tactics against these uh, these innocent people. <laughs> Funny how that works, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Weird. Weird, huh? It's so weird. That's weird stuff right there. Weird stuff right there. Okay. We're going to move on to our parting shots today. Uh, this first one, uh, I... Th- <laughs> I, I gotta wonder if this is this an actual Elon Musk tweet or is, or are people now just writing funny things and putting it there on uh, giving and giving credit to Elon Musk for it? But this one I found to be hilarious. Um, Elon Musk on uh, on uh, implementing uh, Tesla technology or Dominion technology with Tesla. He says here, I'm going to buy Dominion next and incorporate that technology to Tesla. I can make 100 cars a day and 60 more will show up overnight. <laughs> now, folks, remember, Dominion is the voting machines, right? So, so what he's saying is that uh, you, can, you can vote 100, get 100 votes out of that machine, and then overnight, 60 more will appear. Uh, uh, you know, now, uh, let's clarify also that this is a parody tweet. This never really yes. showed up on Twitter. This is not really Elon Musk. This is humor. Okay. This is, we're not putting out this out there as actual news. No, it is not news. Those of you on YouTube, you YouTube folks, we're not reporting news. We're just reporting a joke. Yes. Ha ha. Very humor. funny. Ha ha. Ho ho. He he. All right. Moving right along. Um, Oh, God, I could not. I could not think of a more accurate message than this. And you want to describe this one for folks? It's got uh, you know old uh, the monster named Fetterman there walking along in his hoodie and shorts in the snow, and uh, he's got some kind of. Uh, is that a choker on underneath there? He's got a turtleneck T-shirt. I have no idea what he's going on there. Is that a dicky maybe? Um, you know, trying to cover the little Fetterman that's hanging out behind him on his sh- on his neck and his shoulder, and it says. Uh, uh, pretty sure this uh, this dude drank the water at Camp Lejeune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure. I, I have no. I, in fact, I have no doubt <laughs> that he drank the water at Camp Lejeune. For those of you who have not seen the commercials, <laughs> yeah. if you haven't seen the commercials, then you have not been watching television. Yeah, if you've seen us, you've seen the commercials. Let's yes. <laughs> There's no way. The only way you could avoid the commercials if you live in the Unabomber's cabin. That's about it. You know. That's pretty much about it. And if that's the case, then you're not watching us right now. That's right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. We got one last one, and uh, this one I I, I I like this one because I actually hate the self checkout things at Walmart. Uh, but uh, on Thanksgiving Day, Walmart will be closing. On th- will be closing. Uh, so that the self-checkout cashiers can be with their families. <laughs> I, 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 like you, detest the self-checkouts. Um, there's, a, there's a grocery store chain here in Florida uh, that is actually open till 11 instead of the usual 9 or 10 o'clock. But after, after 9, they go to self-checkout only. They shut down the other lanes. Uh, and I'm the guy that goes there and gets half a grocery cart full of stuff and goes to the customer service counter and makes them ring me up. Like, uh, you're like, you know, the self checkouts are open. And I'm like, well, last I check, I didn't work here. So, you know, 
bring this up, right? <laughs> I know. Well, they make you don't. Not only do you have to check out, yeah. but you have to bag your own groceries, and yeah. you have to and you have to make your own change. Yeah, yeah. Now listen, I did the bag boy thing in high school, like all of us did, but uh, that part of my career is over with. I'm not doing that anymore. Okay. <laughs> it's just, well, so here's uh, the thing that sucks about 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 self check self checkout in California. You cannot purchase alcohol through self-checkout because there's no way to ID you. So if you can have like, I mean, it, it's frustrating because if you have an entire thing full of stuff and you wanted to go through checkout or maybe you have one or two things, if it's out, if anything is alcohol, if you got a beer, anything, add beer, nope, got to go through, got to go through the regular, uh, got to go through the regular one. So it yeah, can see, be a pain in, 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 our, state, in our state. You've, uh, you've got like one actual checker standing there watching for checkout lanes and if you if you purchase an alcohol item they they have to come over and verify id and enter some kind of which is why i don't understand why they don't do that in california but they don't allow you to do it in california and by the way that was something that was offered when the legislation was going through right. and the idiots in the legislature decided nah once yeah, again we well, idiots run sure. the california legislature just so you know and if you, you know, want to yeah. question whether or not they're actual idiots they're all liberal Democrats. That pretty much confirms it. Yep, yep. There you go. There you go. Okay. On that note, let's go ahead. And uh, it's about time for us to be able to go start getting ready to go. But before we do, we want to give one more quick shout out to our sponsors. That's it. Uh, and let's let's hit it up again. Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G Holsters. That's helping Americans wear guns, get the best uh, holsters you can get, best tactical, uh, you know, concealable holsters you can get from hogholsters.com and make sure you use the discount code the rundown all one word no spacing all caps the rundown and get you a nice little discount there order some up come on i want to see listen if you go on there and you order some up uh, and when we get the report back there from big john over at hog holsters we got something else for you too we'll send you some goodies how about that uh and then let's see we got uh, hitman industries that's hitmanindustries.net hitmanindustries.net They've got all the rifle and caliber pistols uh, and, and barrels and rifle length, everything that you can use uh, for, for your, your AR build. The California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Make sure you lend them some of your support. And then, of course, you want those awesome field gear, combat gear, tactical gear. Go to uscombatgear.com. Folks, once again, these are our sponsors. These are the folks that bring us to you. Please visit them. Follow links to their websites in the description to this program. Make sure to tell them that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. And with that, it uh, well, it's it's a wrap for today. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. We will be back tomorrow on Thirsty Thursday. Hope to see you then. <laughs>